Welcome to Tracy's Forge of Faith, where we uplift, strengthen, and encourage one another through our daily walk in Christ. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a minute, but praise God, I'm still here. Praise God. He's still giving me words of wisdom, words of knowledge, words to help uh, me and you help us walk in our daily walk with him. Um, This word has been on my heart, and I was going to wait, but I just felt like God... um. <clears throat> telling me to go ahead and put this word out there uh this episode um so recently it's basically a testimony but of course you know me i'm gonna um, use the word to hopefully help you if you're going through the same thing <clears throat> so basically um i have been asking god for like promotions for increase and i had even fasted and i had even um started reading scriptures and prayers concerning you know open doors of opportunity favor uh god's will um opening doors that no man can close right so i had been praying and praying and praying in in a, in a uh, and something came up where i felt god unctioned me to uh apply for this position uh, granted, I'm still at my job now. Um, I just felt like God is pushing me for more, for greater. And I prayed and I asked God and something had come up and I prayed and asked God, should I do it? Um, it takes me, myself, I don't like rejection. I don't like disappointment. And of course, in this world we live in, um, you're going to face disappointments. You're going to face discouragement. But God said, whom the Son says free is free indeed. And who the Lord, um, it's another scripture, um, whom the Lord, no, no, no. Oh, I can't think of that scripture right now. So just bypass what I just said. But once it come back to my mind, I will sell, tell it. Um, but anyways, um, God had given me, um, I applied for it. I pray. I start quoting scripture, you know, I quote scripture. I encourage, you know, encouraging myself, reading the word, you know, applying the word to what I felt God was telling me, uh, that it was an open door of opportunity. Okay. So all in all, I prayed, I fasted, I seek God to the best of my ability. I watch what I watch, you know, no negativity, you know, speaking life. When negativity came, I began to turn that around. But anyways, uh, it came to a point where the, a decision was reached. It was a decision that, you know, that um, they were going to go with someone else. So I'm like, okay, God, um, you said if we have size of the faith of a, the faith is the size of a mustard seed, where there's two or more, you are in the midst and God will want my increase and God will want this for me. So I really, really believe that this was for me. Um, maybe in the back of my head, I thought I had done that, you know, I had done everything and maybe I did and maybe I didn't, but I did it to the best of my ability, but all in all, um, I got word that the position wasn't mine. So what do you do when you pray so hard for something and you felt like it was like God and you felt this was the right opportunity? Um, do you give up or do you stand on his word? So now I'm at this point where I had to go back to the word. Of course, we all have to go back to the word no matter what, because the word is our blueprint. The word is 
forever, you know. Uh heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will remain, you know. Um, so basically God sent me to a couple of things. He had me go to um Second Samuel where it talks about David. Um, giving you a backdrop, you probably want to start at Second Samuel around ten, but right now I'm at Second Samuel twelve verses. Um, I'm gonna start at verse fourteen. Uh, I'm gonna start at verse. Let me see what verse I'm gonna start at. I'm gonna start at verse thirteen. So Second Samuel twelve and thirteen. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, The Lord also has put away thy sin; thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because by this deed, the deed was he killed Bathsheba's husband to cover up his sin uh, with Bathsheba. A great occasion of the enemies to blaspheme the child also, which which he's talking about the child that him and Bathsheba uh, conceived when he took Bathsheba um, while her husband was in war. Um, he slept with her and she got pregnant. So David felt, okay, let me um, try to get him to come home for battle from battle so he can sleep with her so he won't know, you know, it's my child. That didn't work because um, Bathsheba's husband was an honorable man. So he was like, no, I'm not going to leave war and leave my men out here. So he stayed. So David sent word to put her husband, Uriah, which is Bathsheba's first husband, um, to put him in front of battle. So in front of the battle, so, you know, he could die. So he did that. Uriah ended up dying. Bathsheba was heartbroken. So David took her as his wife after Uriah died. So now we're in second, second Samuel 12 and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. David, David therefore besought God for his child. And David fasted and went in and lay at night upon the earth. And the elders of the house arose and went to him to raise him up for the earth, but he would not neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that your child died, and seven of and servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him the child is dead? Verse 19 of Second Samuel 12. But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is, this is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. And David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his appearance, came into the house of the Lord and worshiped. Then he came to his own house. And when he required, they set bread before him and he did eat. Then said his servants unto him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But then when the child is dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. And he said, While the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept. For I said, who can tell whether God will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back? Shall I go to him? But he shall not return to me. And David comforted Bathsheba his wife and went in unto her and lay with her. And she bare a son. And he called his his and he called him Solomon. And the Lord loved him. And he sat by the hand of Nathan the prophet. And he called his name Jediah because of the Lord. So. That was Second Samuel. Um, I started at verse fourteen to verse twenty-four, uh, chapter twelve. So I said that to say this, um, because I didn't get what I prayed for, like David did. 
Um, we have to make sure we don't go in depression or wallow in it and die with it. David could have did the opposite. He could have mourned. He could have cursed God. He could have did a lot of things, but he didn't because at the time he did all he could like me with the position. I did all I could. I, um, did an application. I prayed, you know, I fasted. Um, I even, um, had a couple people pray with me because you just, you know, where there's two or more, God is in the midst. But at the same time, <clears throat> we have to understand the Bible says God withhold no good thing from us. So whatever it is that's good for us, he won't withhold it. And we got to remember one thing we pray, not my will, thine will be done. So I did pray, not my will, God, but thine will be done. So when I didn't get what I prayed for, I told God, I said, I am a little, I said, God, I am upset. God, I am hurt because I don't like disappointment. Who does, you know, but I began to talk and, um, to a friend and we began to minister to one another because we was in the same predicament. We was praying with each other, you know, and it was to a point where we were able to voice how we felt, but we also came back to the word. God will withhold no good thing from us because we, he loves us and we are his children. And when we pray, he hears us. So when I prayed, I said, not my will, but your will be done. When I said, God, open, if this is your will for you to open this door, open this door for me. I'm talking about a job. It could be something else for you guys. It could be um, a position. It could be um, a car. It could be a marriage. It could be a child. It could be anything we're asking God for and believing God for. But when we say, God, not my will, but thine will, even in Job, uh, when um, things happened to him in a very rapid, it was like in 24 hours, he was a righteous man. He was a man with no blemish. So the enemy went, it says he went to and fro. So if you want to go to Job, you want to go start at Job chapter one and read the whole uh, book of Job, because then you'll get an understanding. Um, even righteous people, even us that serve God, we will encounter disappointment. We will encounter, um, um, rejection when it comes to certain things, because God will not allow us to be put somewhere where he can't be glorified. And I feel it in my spirit that a lot of us, when we don't get what we want, we begin to beat ourselves up and think we did something wrong. Have we ever turned around and thought about, I didn't do anything wrong. I did something right because he didn't open that door for me because that door wasn't for me. And a lot of us like to argue. And in the Bible even says he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. But when you have a relationship with God and when you seek his face and when we say, God, not my will, but your will have your way in my life. God, I'm yours. Wash, cleanse and purify me. God, whatever you want to do, you do it. We're inviting him to do those things. And sometimes I know myself, I forget. And then when it, everything came back to my remembrance, God began to show me different things in my life. It was a time when I first got married. Um, we couldn't conceive right away. It took us a minute. 
but God blessed me with the child at the right time. Um, it came up, uh, where a position where I had prayed for, for years to get in. I hadn't got in, but God opened up that door and I'm in that position. Now I wanted to get in this other position years ago too, but God haven't opened that door because it's not my time. And that wasn't the right position. So I want to minister to you today. It's nothing you did because it's not by works that we are saved. It says with confession, the, with with confession, when you say, I received the Lord Jesus as my savior, that saves you, okay? It's not what you do in the church. It's not what you do at home. Granted, what we do, you know, it's a sacrifice and we glorify God when we do for God and we do for his children and we do for our ministry and we do for our family. That's a gift, but we are not saved by what we do. We are saved by grace. We are saved because Jesus died on the cross for us and we receive him as our Lord and Savior. That's how we are saved. So don't think you did something wrong because you didn't get what you prayed for. God, it, it's a saying that they have out there. It's not a scripture. When one door closed, praise him in the hallway because another door is going to open. The right door will open. Praise him in the hallway while you're working. So at this time in my life, I choose to praise God. In the past, when doors did get closed, I would spiral into this deep depression because I felt it was a rejection that God didn't want for me. But now that I have a relationship with God and now that I know he loves me just because he loves me and I'm his child and he created me for a purpose. And it wasn't what I did that made me It's who I am, who he created me to be. So he's not going to hold any good thing from me. Like I said, even if you read the book of Job, I feel it in my spirit. A lot of us think because God don't give us what we want, it's because it's something we did. And it's not because of what we did. It's because he's saving us. He's keeping us from something that we have no business entering into because we're not ready yet. Well, we may feel we're ready, but God knows all. And you continue to pray on that thinking. You ask God, God, teach me how to manage what you have already given me. Whether it be your home, whether it be your job, whether it be your children, whether it be your marriage, whether it be your finances, whether it be your time. God, teach me how to manage. So when you do bless me, I will know how to manage it the right way and not squander it like the um like the prodigal son he squandered but God still accepted him back in his father still accepted him back in we as children of God must remember and um as I even talk about the prodigal son uh when he I'm gonna go back to when the prodigal son left and came back and then the other child was like father I've been with you all along you know, and you're not, basically you're not celebrating me. And his father said, you have never gone in and whatever I have is yours. But this child left and he has to come back and I have to accept him in because he left and he lived that riotous life. But now I'm accepting him, but it's always being yours. And we as men and women of God have to understand when we are in right standing and right relationship with God, whatever we ask, that is in his will it is ours we don't have to doubt so because I didn't get that position that wasn't mine it wasn't mine I'm assured that that wasn't for me God has something different and better for me it, and and we only see parts we don't see everything God knows all he sees everything he's the art and finisher of our faith 
And we have to understand and we have to feed our relationship with God so we God can begin to reveal to us the things that he has for us. And when we don't get what we want, we don't go down in a deep down depression. We have to seek God and not his hand as well. So because I don't seek God's hand and I seek relationship, I didn't down spiral into depression like I used to. So I'm so grateful to God for that. Like I said, if you go, if you want to start the story, you can go to Second uh, Samuel chapter 12 and just start from there and read all the way down because it's an awesome story. It's an awesome revelation. Open up your heart and your mind and hear what God is saying. Um, I have a situation where a family member is dealing with some health issues and we praying and praying and praying that God will heal um, this situation or, you know, they'll have to do um they'll have to do something else to uh they'll have to do surgery and um I'm not at liberty to say who or what it is but we believe in and believe in and believe in God that this thing will uh shrink but if it's God's will for this person to have to do surgery we also trust God in that area that he will guide the um surgeon's hands that everything would be you know that and we know everything will work out because all things work to together for the good of those who are who love God and called according to his purpose so we're believing God for that um even for our marriages our children you know um we got to remember we were children before and it was things that we did but because we have that foundation we came back so I'm trusting God even for that aspect of my children always believing and having a heart for God and not straying away you know so I'm just gonna believe God and trust God whatever he has for me is for me and I'm gonna still confess those promises over me and my family and my household because he has great turf for us but we have to understand that we do deserve it we are not our sin we are not the decisions that we made. Once we quickly repent and seek God and not his hand, everything else will line up. We have to understand that we have to put in the work with our relationship with God. We have to pray and seek his face daily. Wash, cleanse, and clear in wash cleanse and purify my heart lord god god let me hear your voice let me hear what you have me to say um obedience is better than sacrifice when the lord tells you to do something do it don't fear god has not given us a spirit of fear but a power loving of a sound mind um i just want to encourage you today just because you didn't get what you prayed for doesn't mean that you're rejected it means that God has better for you, especially when you seek his face, especially when you seek um, direction, especially when you cast all your cares upon him, especially when you begin to uh, repeat back the things that he has for you, uh, repeat back how much he loves you, repeat what he created. He created you for a purpose. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. As you begin to turn down your plate and fast and hear his voice, as you begin to deny your flesh, flesh um as you begin to submit to god resist the devil he'll flee i promise you things will line up and when that when that call does come or that email does come or that word comes that it's not sorry we chose somebody else know that god has something better for you don't beat yourself up 
praise him anyhow praise him that god i thank you that i still have this job or i thank you that i still have this or i thank you god that i that you still love me god and i thank you god that i'm not depressed but i thank you that i trust you even in the midst of this god it's one thing i used to tell my mom she used to be like well what you gonna do now i'd be like all i all i know to do is to trust god all we know to do is trust God and know he has the best intentions for us. So we have to really, really focus on and how you do that is focus on your relationship, focus on studying the word, focus on reading, um, plans in a Bible app, focus on, um, reading your word and studying your word and listening to, uh, men and women of God who are, have integrity and who tells the truth, focus on getting into a ministry and get grounded. So you'll, um, be able to connect with other fellow believers. So when you do go through that point of disappointment, you have God and you have the body of Christ holding you up and strengthening you because some blows, they do hit a bit hard. I'm not going to lie to you but it's the rock it's the foundation it's the word of god it's the community that you have i'm so grateful for the community that i have that the group of women and men i have when i do have decisions that i have to make i ask them to pray with me on certain on these situations and i do believe they pray and i do believe the best outcome always comes out because we pray and we see god and they stand in agreement and they hear god and they tell me uh, certain things that God telling them and telling me to do. Cause sometimes I don't hear because I be so blinded with my desires. Sometimes we get so blinded with our own desires. It takes someone else. It takes God and it takes him to bring someone else forward to, you know, open up our eyes. So I'm grateful today for the word. I hope you got something out of this. I hope this encouraged you because it encouraged me. Um, I'm so grateful to God that he loves me so much that even when I want something so bad and it's not good for me that he shuts the door and I'm okay with that. So just know and be encouraged just because it's not at your timing or what you think or who you think. That doesn't mean God doesn't love you. It means he loves you and he wants you to wake because he's doing something bigger and better for you and again always remember to seek God's face and not his hand because he knows the difference and if you don't know the difference see God on that God am I seeking your hand or am I seeking um or am I seeking you and he'll tell you if you just constantly asking God for things asking God for things asking God for things like constantly tangible things you probably want to reevaluate yourself reevaluate because we all we we first of all we he said he had never put no other god before us that's idolatry so if you're seeking god for something and the only time you seek him is for something yeah pretty much you're seeking his hand and not him so i encourage you to seek him as in seeking him as in to speaking to him as in worshiping him as in asking him to show you areas in your life where they need to line up with him as in studying your word reading your word and praying you know seek god and not the things that everything else will line up i'm so grateful to god for maturity because through those disappointments it taught me how to not continue to do the same thing but to grow from it so i know okay my next step is god what will you have me to do if i have to sit here i have to sit here and i have to pray you know through this situation and that's fine because god knows he's the art and finisher of our faith 
So that's what God put on my heart. And I felt that I I felt the Holy Spirit unction me to put this out. I wasn't going to put it out until next Sunday. But I feel like we really, really, really have to get to a point where we know trials and tribulations going to come. But I mean, it's not going to break us, y'all. As long as we have God as our anchor and we have a strong community behind us and we study our word, I promise you to God, we will be okay. Because we have to think on things above and not things on this earth, y'all. We have to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding and in all our ways acknowledge him. He'll direct us. So if something is out of order, God will bring it back in order. Don't fret. Don't feel bad. Repent. Ask the Lord to forgive you if you did something out of order. Um, and then get back in right standing with God. Every day is a journey. Every day I ask God to give me the grace to walk this path today in my life. And he'll do it. I ask God to minister to me. Um, I ask God to lose his angel to be encamped around about me and my family. And I ask him to cover us under his blood. So I'm sorry. I'm a little long-winded today. It's been a minute. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, if you like this message, share it. If you know someone who's dealing with it, share it. If you have any questions or critiques, you can share that too. You can go to Tracy's Forge of Faith at gmail.com or you can hit me up on my Instagram, Tracy's Forge of Faith. Love you guys. Have a blessed week and be blessed. Bye.